Nikki Burnett here. This is Taste Life Nutrition Radio, streaming live on KUHSDenver.com, where um, our goal is to bring to you um, just really some of the coolest people who I encounter on a regular basis. It's really, um, it's exciting, it's fun, and, you know, my goal always is to bring to you, and, you know, for myself also, but to bring to you people who are out there to serve, who are to give who are to love and to bring goodness to everybody around them. Um, and they go out and they educate themselves and build themselves up um, in order to build others up. And I think it's, uh, I just think it's, uh, it's beautiful and I, I love doing this show, but we also wanna do our best to bring you truth to the best of our ability. Um, so whether that's in uh, you know, healthcare, which of course, as a nutritionist, it's it's you know bringing you the up to date, evidence based truth that we can. Um, I don't use the word science anymore because <laughs> um, I think it's a problem. But uh, as far as uh, bringing you truth in uh, in health and wellness, you know, health and wellness is physical, mental, and emotional. It's spiritual. It's financial. It's relational. It's all of the things, and we want to to provide you with. Um, really great solid information that you may need or that you can pass on or that can help you build, help you grow, help you out of a place where you might be stuck, uh, which I think is a lot of what we're going to talk about today is how we can get stuck, but then how we can use that to our advantage and how it's so important for growth. So we have um, Maka, and so I, you you're going to say your name so much more beautifully than I am, but it's Macarena Real de Azua. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so she's joining us today. She's an amazing business coach, health coach, and has a really unique approach, I think, to the way that she uh, works with people. So, Maka, thanks for being here. It's good to see you. It's been a little while. Thank you. Yes, it's funny how... It's so difficult to pronounce people's names. It happens to me too all the time <laughs> living in the U.S. So no worries. Yeah, yeah, no one yeah. can ever say my name the way you know I say it. So it's all good. <laughs> well, I'm sure it's, it rolls off your tongue much better than it rolls off mine for sure. <laughs> but it's beautiful and I love it. And so everybody calls you Maka. Yes. Yes. Uh, which yes. is does make life easier for me, for sure. But, <laughs> but anyway, I'm super grateful that you're here. I'm really excited about what we're going to talk about because this is something um, that I think is near and dear to my heart. It's important for us to be aware of where we are and the potential that it has, wherever, good or bad, the potential that it has for us as we move forward into our lives. And so, as always, uh, we start the show with gratitude and... Um, what are you grateful for today? Whenever people ask me this, I always answer, I'm grateful for my legs because they've had allowed me to do so many things in my life from running a marathon to triathlons to going places to riding my bike. So I also think we take it for granted. So I'm going to say my legs. 
I'm grateful today. I love that. What about you? I love that, and that's a first, and I think that's really beautiful. Um, we should be grateful for our body. You know, one of the things that I like to say, um, and maybe I'll just kind of piggyback on that for what I'm grateful for, but it's, you know, treating our bodies like the miracle that it is because our bodies are so beautifully and perfectly made even with some of its little imperfections, right? To live, everything has to work so perfectly together and it really is beautiful and miraculous. And so, um, yeah, I love that you're grateful for your legs. I love that, uh, I think that I'm grateful for, um, you know, the abilities that our bodies gives us, which goes right back to your legs, right? But it's, it's our brains and allows us to, to grow and to think and to, you know, kind of what the show is always about, it, you know, to serve and to love and um, the, the amount of control that we have over, over what it is that, that our future, that how, the amount of control that we have of our, of our future and our, our health of the future. Um, and so it really is, um, yeah, it's beautiful and I love that. Thank you for that. Very good. So let's just jump into the meat of things and have some fun. Um, I will always like to start the show with just, you know, your story. You've got a really great history with the amazing sort of iconic people who you've worked with that then help you to guide your clients in whatever it is that they need to do. And so I want to just dig in a little bit, you know, let you tell your story about you know, where you came from, why you do what you do, what excites you, what motivates you, what brings you, you know, what what, what makes you show up every day? Mm. Wow, okay. That's <laughs> a very short question. I'm only yeah. 15 years old, so. <laughs> but, but going back to actually, I'm gonna restart with what you said about our bodies and about how you, we want to live our lives because I was thinking on my run this morning out in Central Park, I was thinking about, I only have average, I'm turning 50 in September, so I'm gonna have 28 more summers if I live up to 78, which is the average. Mm -hmm. What I'm gonna do is only 28 summers, but I have so many things I want to do yeah. and so many experiences I want to live that I'm thinking, okay, I need to, if I thought I had like two years to accomplish certain goals, then now I have to like be mega hyper efficient with my time to, in order to get that, you know, all those things faster because I want to enjoy the, the life that I have with my kids and all the things that I want to achieve with them, you know, and yeah. experience with them. So, um, yeah, super thankful for all, for all these years as well. So going back to the first question, which was where I come from and why I do this. Well, I am, my name is Macarena, like you said, almost the same. <laughs> and um, I'm from Uruguay, South America. I lived in, in New York City for 25 years. And at one point during these years, my ex decided to, to move overseas and left me with raising our children who were at the time four and six years old. And the first three years of those were really a nightmare. But they weren't a nightmare in reality. They were only a nightmare in my mind, mm -hmm. but I didn't know this at the time, right? Mm -hmm. So throughout those years, I was thinking I was so miserable and I was so unhappy and this was so unfair and how could he do this and how dare he do that and all those things until I found myself in a place where I thought, 
I really have amazing kids. I have, I live in a great place. I live in New York City, six blocks away from Central Park. I have a great job. Like, what is wrong with me? Stop complaining. Quick question. Is it so, okay if I interrupt you? I'm, I'm curious. Of course. What was, what instigated that shift, that switch? Did it just sort of dawn on you? Did something trigger it? What, because I think it's helpful for people to, to understand, you know, when they're, you know, it's all about perspective. And when you're deep yeah. in that place of frustration and anger and, and, you know, life is not fair stuff, what is it that maybe they can do to, to, to change that perspective? So what was it for you? For me, it was, I looked at my life and I thought, I really have everything to be happy. Mm -hmm. What am I complaining about? Mm -hmm. I have legs. Mm -hmm. At that time, I was training for shorter triathlons and I was in amazing shape. I was, I had just turned 41, so, you know, my body was a little more agile. <laughs> so, um, and I looked at my kids and I thought, these kids are incredible. They are adorable. They are amazing. They are a gift. Both of them are miracles. And what am I complaining about? Mm -hmm. But it, it, it didn't like get in my brain until I was actually in bed for like two weeks, so depressed, thinking, how am I gonna get out of bed? How am I gonna make uh, dinner for these kids? And I would come home from work and I would tell my then, she was eight or nine years old, I was like, can you make dinner for the two of you? Because I'm really sick. But you know, in my mind, it wasn't like sick, like to my stomach. I was really couldn't, couldn't like cope. So I thought, okay, I need to change something because my kids deserve a mother who's present. My kids deserve someone who's gonna be there for them no matter what. And I need to show them that that this life is amazing and is like worth living. So I was like, I don't know where to start. So I started looking, you know, at like self-help books and I started thinking, okay, how, what, what, where's the first change that I can make? Cause I didn't really feel like going for a run. Yeah. So, so the first things that I found were doing affirmations to reprogram my mind. So I would, in the morning, wake up, and even though I felt still that anguish in my chest, I still said, okay, I'm gonna do these affirmations because this is the only thing I have right now that I know could work. And after I write these things down, I feel a little better. And from there, I started, you know, like compounding different tools and different, different books and different self-help uh, resources that I started acquiring and it was only a year later that I was talking to my friend on the phone and I was saying what's weird about this is that I feel so fulfilled in my life but nothing has changed mm -hmm. I have obviously the same kids mm -hmm. I have the same salary the same job the same apartment the same bicycle and now I, my life has completely changed but my life my life itself outside hadn't changed it was just my perspective did, yeah, yeah. you know? And I think that's something that anyone can actually look at their lives and see what they could be grateful for, like you said at the beginning, and also what are those things that are going to actually push you from the pain that you're in or the, unco the, the uncomfortable situation you're in, where you have like a vision that is so much stronger that is gonna pull you from, the, from where you are. Yeah, yeah. I love that, and you know, usually when I start the show with gratitude, I always say gratitude can change the world, because I believe that it can. You know, if, if we take the time to sit back, and no matter what it is, whether it's the, the legs that you have, or 
the, the carpet that you're walking on or the earth that you're walking on, whatever it is that is in your life that is helping you to, um, to, 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 to show up, right? So many things to be grateful for and it radiates. Um, and I think it's important to allow yourself that, that gratitude so you can allow for others to also be in that gratitude. Absolutely. And in addition to, I mean, why gratitude is so, so, so fundamental for our well-being is because, well, number one, what you focus on expands, right? So if you have, if what you concentrate is on that, on the things or the feelings that you're thankful for, then that's what's going to expand. That's number one. And secondly, gratitude is one of the highest, um, emotions in frequency of how we vibrate so once you are at that vibrating at that frequency of gratitude then you can't feel any other feelings mm -hmm. you can't feel anger or frustration or be upset because you are so high literally so high yeah. that there's nothing you know and that you can do that just like in like two minutes in the morning, two minutes when you're upset, two minutes when you're in traffic, two, you know, mm -hmm. just use those moments to just make a pause and think, okay, what is this teaching me? How can I be grateful for this? You know? Yeah. Can you do me a favor? And um, just for maybe anybody who's new or to, new to what it means to be in frequency, what it means to be uh, you know, in high vibration, because I think, and I know for me early on when this was first, concept was first introduced to me, I'm like, whoa, wait, this is, this is totally woo-woo, I'm a science nerd, this doesn't make any sense to me, Can, for those who might see that, because, I mean, it, it is all based, it's, it's evidence-based, you know, we are energetic, but are you able to explain that a little bit for those who might be new to this whole concept? Yes. So, well, now there's actually science, there's uh, evidence, scientific evidence that this is the way we operate in the world, right? So what happens is this, as you know, but for those, like you said, who, who maybe never heard this concept. So we are atoms. Everything that we, that we have on this planet, from the human beings to this glass, to the water, to these airports, everything is composed by atoms. What does that mean? Is that an atom is 99.999% energy or information and just that 0.0001% is matter. So that, that means that we're, we're basically little tiny atoms moving all the time because we're not touching, right? Those atoms are not touching, they're just like the energy moving. That movement is the vibration because we're constantly vibrating. So if that's the case, then that means that we're constantly, me and you are actually just some atoms away, even though we're in two different cities. And that's why when people talk about we are one, that's what that means. That we are one because we are literally all in touch through these, these atoms moving. So that's the vibration. Now our emotions also carry an energetic vibration. So when there's the lowest vibration, and this is gonna, this will resonate with people because those are shame and guilt. Mm -hmm. And you know when you feel that shame or that guilt of something that you've done or something that was done to you or something that you carry, you've been carrying since you were a child, 
you know how that feels. That feels like something that is like really pushing you down. Yeah. Something that really is that big secret that you don't want anyone to know. And that feels so awful. It's heavy. Right? Yeah, it's heavy. It's, yes, yeah. it's yeah. heavy. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So that means that those emotions are actually at the lowest vibration in terms of frequency. And then you have gratitude, love, joy, those are the highest. And that's why when people say well, you can only obtain at the what you're vibrating at, it means that all those frequencies have to be at the same vibration in order for us to still to, to obtain them. The same way we when you when you turn on the radio in your car and you hear the static and like mm -hmm. that you're trying to find the frequency to be able to hear that radio that you want to, to tune into. The same way is with our emotions and the way that the those frequencies work. So does that make sense? It, yeah, it does and I love it. And I, I want to hit on it again that this it's although sort of sounds woo woo, I think things sound woo woo when we don't understand them and when we don't mm -hmm. we can't see them. It's not like we put my hands on it, it's not tangible, right? Um, but yeah. the fact that, you know, this is stuff that we are coming around to having a full understanding. Oh man, I'm losing my battery. Full understanding of, I don't know if it's a full understanding, but more of an understanding about how, how this works, how the energy works, how the frequencies work. Um, which then goes back to, you know, how gratitude can change the world because it is putting out this high vibration frequency and energy that does impact those around you. You can you can feel, I think for example, you can feel when you're around somebody who's negative, you can feel Absolutely. The, the negativity. Yes. When you're around somebody who's happy, um, I love people who give really big hugs, right? You can just feel like they're, of course you're feeling them physically, but you can feel the happiness, you can feel the energy, you can feel the goodness when you get just a really good, big, tight squeeze hug from just happy people. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. And that's why I, I think that the, the, the it will re it resonates when we talk about that shame and that guilt and those, those like, when we go by vibes. <laughs> like, you know, when you think, like, yeah. oh, I don't want to see so-and-so because, oh, my God, always complaining, always mm -hmm. negative, always, you know, this, like, this like draining is like the the vampires of energy, right? Like they drain your energy, yeah. and then and you sometimes you're like, I don't know why I don't want to be around that person. Mm -hmm. Well, but this actually now we know why, right? Because they're vibrating at a frequency that we don't want to be around yeah. because it's so you know it's so draining and so and sometimes those people who are actually manipulative or people who you know who you you have that gut feeling that is like. Mm -hmm this is not my type you know yeah. there's something to that awareness also only because i know for me personally well i'd say for me for for my husband there's there's much intentionality around the people who we surround ourselves by right um and the people who you know are there that are, who are going to to lift you and who have that positivity and you know in my past Thankfully, it's a long past, but you there, you you know that there are those who it's it's too bad, and you hope that they can sort of come around and, and find their their positivity, but that that bring that heaviness and bring the negativity, um, and you have to sometimes just for your own health and your own sake, cut those ties. Um, and and it, again, I think you know it's the 
it is for your own health because if you surround yourself by that, it's going to bring you down. And that's not what we want. We want to lift and be lifted. I, I mean, this is obviously not a coincidence that you mentioned this because that's not the way the world works. But this is fascinating because I was actually on the same one this morning. I was thinking about this because so many people are going through, especially women, and I'm not, I, I've never been the person that's like, women need this or women need that, but at this point, I've seen so many women suffer from relation, toxic relationships. And I think there's a point that, I mean, I've, I've been through them as well, mm -hmm. and I think it affects most people, and then you question, hopefully, you question, why did I allow that to happen in my life? Why did I let that why did I let myself get involved in this, mm -hmm. right? Yep. Because people show you who they are, day one, day two, day three. And if we don't believe them, there's something within us that is reflecting that, and that's why we're staying, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So I think that is something really important to know also, that maybe it's not your fault because it might be like on your subconscious, but it's still our responsibility to mm -hmm. step up and say, okay, is this how I want to feel? Is yeah. this the person who I want to surround myself with? Because we are really the average of the people who we surround ourselves with. Mm -hmm. So if we want to elevate our consciousness yeah. and we want to, to, to achieve certain things and we want to become a certain type of people, we need to surround ourselves with people who are going to push us up, yep. right? Yep. Because otherwise, it's all like mm -hmm. that negativity is going to definitely bring us down. Yeah, yeah, it's so true. And I think it's a, you know, sort of tagging on with that, you know, in those who are stuck, right, we would call them, you know, unhappy people, they're sort of stuck, you know, what, what is the biggest challenge that faces unhappy people? I think, the, I think this question has two parts. The first one is that we, at some point, we meaning the people who are, when we are not really happy or really fulfilled with our lives, is because we forgot who we are. So we lost ourselves somehow from that center, from that axis, right? Mm -hmm. So you're born with like, and pretty much empty bucket, which is your mind, and then whatever was put into you, into that mind, then the labels, the experiences, the, all the things from zero to seven, to seven years old, all those things are still back there. Mm -hmm. Okay, so as you grow and you have different experiences, or perhaps all those, all those, all that programming, that paradigm is how you, where you're operating from. Because we actually operate from our subconscious mind 95% of the time. So if that's the case, then we only know what we're thinking 5% of mm -hmm. the time, mm -hmm. which is a little scary it if is. you think about it, yeah. right? Yeah. Because so what happens is we don't know what we're thinking and therefore we don't know how to fix it. Yeah. So in order for us to be able to know what we're thinking and be able to be aware of what our thoughts are and have that filter on constantly of like, okay, is this really what I believe or this is something that was told to me or that I learned as a kid, mm -hmm. then that's when meditation comes in to say, because meditation is really just become familiar with, right? Mm -hmm. So it's basically become familiar with your thoughts 
in order to be able to change them. Because you can't change what you don't know, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And you don't know what you don't know. So that's why it's a little tricky. It's really tricky. It's really tricky. What are your thoughts on, so this is kind of going off of, of hit history, you know, you said, you know, what's, you know, what are the things that are filling your bucket that you don't really know, but is from your, you know, childhood or whatever it was. What is your feeling about generational traumas, generational issues, things that are, you know, pre your parents? Do you have any thoughts on that? I do. I, yes, I have thoughts on that. I figured you did. I had an amazing, amazing experience actually. Okay. Because so this is a very personal experience. So are you ready? Yes. So totally I was, ready. Okay. So I was dating this guy who was actually a narcissist, and and that's why I said I've been through this experience, and this wasn't that long ago. So this was like um, perhaps I think it was a uh, August last year I ended this relationship. But my, what I wanted to find out was why was I attracted to this? Why did I stay in this relationship for a year and a half, knowing at month two that this, he was not the person for me. And there were so many red flags. You know when the red flags are so big that you think they're like a cruise ship and you think, I'm going to stop this cruise ship of red flags just with me? Okay. Yep. <laughs> okay. Yes, been there. So, of course. <laughs> that did not happen. <laughs> I did not stop the cruises. <laughs> so I was thinking, okay, why did I stay? Why was I attracted to this 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 person? What part of my personality was actually addicted to the ups and downs of that relationship? A whole bunch of questions. So I went and got this. Do you know what the um, it's called in English? The I'm gonna tell you after. Okay. So I. So it's called the hierarchy of love. Are you familiar okay. with this? Maybe I'm saying the name wrong in English. I'm gonna look it up after. Okay. Anyway, so so I went to this person who does, you know, who talks about like generational trauma and how everything that our ancestors lived actually still affect us and all this. So I was like, I need, I, I want to know the answer. Mm -hmm. So she asked me multiple questions and then. She explained to me that actually, in the hierarchy of a family, first of all, like the grand, great grandparents, grandparents, parents, kids who would be me, and then my own kids. But when the hierarchy is in disorder, then what happens is, because of multiple things that happened in my past, then in the hierarchy of my own family, I'm above my parents. And that being so, what happens is I leave empty my sp my spot as a parent, right? And the way I interact subconsciously with my parents is like I am the parent, not like I'm the child. Mm. So when it comes to relationships, being in that space, I meet someone and I interact and everything is fine, but then there's a point that I am acting as the parent. So he acts as the child. Mm. Okay, so, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 okay. I got you. So, I thought it was fascinating because that triggered something in my mind that I was like, oh my God, that is, that actually resonates on how, and this of course was after multiple questions on like my past and my parents and blah, blah, blah. 
that was the best part of this was after the session was over, I mean, I've been like independent for, I don't know, since I was like 17 years old and all these things. And when the session was over, I said, okay, you know, I'm gonna pay you. And she was like, oh no, your mom called to pay for your session. Oh, and I was like, <laughs> wow. So I need to actually be the child <laughs> and accept this, this, this place mm -hmm. in, isn't that fascinating? That is fascinating, I love that, yeah. Yeah. Yes. So, yes, I definitely think there's a lot, you know, in, um, yeah. Yeah. Especially in, our, in society in the West and how that trauma of oppression has affected and still affects the, our generations, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I ask because this is something that I'm sort of, you know, learning a little bit about. Uh, my friend Amber, who's watching right now with Sub Girlfriend, we had dinner last, or we had a drink last night and, we were talking about all of this and talking about, you know, um, quantum physics and, and, you know, the books that we're reading and the experiences that we're having mm -hmm. and, and all of these things. So it really is this fascinating world of, 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 of things that impact us that we are clueless about the hows and the why they're impacting us. And it could be from, you know, well, and one of the things that I love, because again, you know, this is evidence-based information, you know, a couple of things. One, we have found the trauma gene, right? Trauma genes are passed down. Um, mm -hmm. What, you know, what I love is epigenetics. We talk about, you know, I talk about epigenetics a lot. It's one of my favorite things and how our health today, um, especially if we are parents or looking to grow our families, have the, has the ability to affect seven generations ahead of us. I have a friend who works with clients who are, are looking to get pregnant, who does it the opposite way, who helps, help, helps her clients understand their generational impacts on why they're having struggles getting pregnant today. So she's looking at whether it's her parents or grandparents or great-great-grandparents, what is it in that generational history that has mm -hmm. them thinking, yes, I want to get pregnant, but... I don't want to be, um, I don't want to end up being like my mother, right? And so yes. there's that block, yes. or I don't want to be like my grandmother, and there's that block, and these things can, can come into play, and we just don't have any idea about it, and the beautiful thing is there are people like you, or people like, you know, some of these other people who I know, who have the ability to kind of help us to dig into the stuff that we're clueless about. I'm freaking clueless about it, you know? So I, yes, I'm exactly, we are clueless. And also this is not something that we learn in school. It's not we go to school and we're like, okay, so this is, <laughs> welcome yeah. to kindergarten, right? No, we learn like a lot of useful, but also a lot of useless stuff. We a lot of and useless I think that this stuff, be, yeah. <laughs> right? So imagine we learn about epigenetics and about like generational trauma and about like how to, how to um, reprogram your subconscious mind, and this was like actually normal things that people would talk about. Yeah. Imagine that would be the world would be a different place. It right? would be a different place. Just, just having the ability to have the awareness. I think so many of us, myself included, up until fairly recent history, but having some kind of awareness around your thoughts, your feelings, your actions. I'm still working on this stuff. You know, why do I react this way to this? You know, and, and what is that, yes. what does that mean? Yes. And we just do, <laughs> and then, but a lot of us, we don't think about it. And so just thinking about 
why do I react this way? Why am I sensitive to this? What is it that triggers me and why? And one of my favorite things to talk about is about building your team. And when you start to ask these questions that you don't know how to answer, there's, there's, it's always, you know, as a functional nutritionist, we're all, always talking about digging for the root cause. Well, in our reactions and our mental and emotional health, there are root causes there too. So ask the questions and dig or find somebody who can help you dig to, to help you understand you. You know, I tell people, I want you to understand your body. I want you to understand its needs. I want you to understand how you feel and why you feel how you feel after you eat certain foods, things like that. But yes. what I can't help with and you can help with is why do I react this way? Why do I feel this way? What triggers me and why does it trigger me? And how far back do we have to go? Because we may have to go really far back. <laughs> I mean, yes. So I know it triggers so many thoughts in my mind now that you said that. First of all, okay, so it's called Orders of Love by uh, Bert Hellinger. Okay, got it. Okay, so that's one. That's, okay. So that's one thing. And then um, the other thing is about just being aware that we have those thoughts is a, is a, it's life changing because exactly like you said, being aware of how you feel after you eat something, but also being aware of why you're reacting a certain way because anger, for instance, I was pissed all the time. Everything would piss me off. When I say everything, it would be, I open the door and then the towel was on the toilet instead of being hanging from the hook that would piss me off everything would piss me off yeah and in my entire life i was told as we're all told oh you have your personality that that character is just you're just like your dad you got that from that from you know your father's side right we're told these things that's what people believed right yeah and then one day you're like no, I don't want to be this. I don't want to yell all the time. I don't want to yell at my children. I don't want to be this. I want to change yeah. this aspect of my life. Yeah. And I think that is so important for people to know that you can always change. Mm-hmm. These are just these are habits. Yes. These are behaviors. And behavior, it's not like the color of the color of my eyes. It's actually a behavior that you change how you behave. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's, it's something that we can all change. And the same thing, like you said about you can change your body you can change what you eat you can change so many things you know it's yes without knowing huh yeah yeah and i love that you're saying this too because so so much of this just resonates you know i talk about you know the amount of power that we have you know when we say that we can't do something we're taking our own power away if we allow somebody to tell us we can't do something we're allowing them to take our power away when we have the power to change, we have the power to, um, to, to, to learn, to understand our habits, to dig in, to, to, to not be angry, right? Things might trigger us, but it's the awareness that, that allows us to start that forward movement to changing whatever it is that we want to change. So having the awareness Absolutely. and doing what you're saying is, if you're tired of being mad, who wants to be mad? Who wants to be sad? Who wants no, to be frustrated? Yeah, I mean, it's not fun. It's, it's like not a fun place to be. Life should have some funness to it. And just yes. taking yes. ownership, taking accountability over, I mean, over everything. The, the point is not to overwhelm. You know, we don't, we can't make, you know, 100 changes all at one time. But having the awareness and step by step making the incremental changes 
having your goals set out for a month, six months, a year. And then the most beautiful thing to me is when you look back at that, you know, at that month point and then at that six month point and then at that year point and you're like, holy smokes, look what I did because I have the freaking yes. power. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. And the same is, I mean, the same when you go to work and you go and you get to work uh, or you, your sister calls you and says, because you know so-and-so and so-and-so and your dad and mom and blah, blah, and your sister and your brother and, blah, blah. and you're like, yes, because blah, blah, blah. I agree. Okay, hang up. You talk, call to the other one. Do you know what so-and-so called me and told me? Blah, blah, blah. You keep going. You get to yeah. work and then and your colleague is like, oh, you know what my boss said? Our boss, blah, blah. And then you go and you talk to the other one. You're in this constant yeah. gossip, complaining. Yeah. It's like, why are you involved mm-hmm. in this? This has nothing to do with you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You're, you should be concerned about how you are going to make the changes or become the change that you want to see in the world. Otherwise, yes. you're in this constant gossip that is the, that the only thing is doing is actually putting you down and taking your power away because you have the control, you have the power, like you said, to make those changes in your life. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree um i think though what i would love to know from you is what are what are like somebody who is stuck in this place you know that person that we're talking about right now who's who's sitting there kind of stuck what what would you how do you work with your clients or or what what are little tips that you would give to help that first baby step that first forward movement the first baby step that I always recommend to my, that I work with my clients or my friends or my, or my yeah, brothers and yeah, sisters yeah. <laughs> is, is when you get in, when you get in the shower in the morning, observe what you're thinking. Mm. Because then you realize that you're not, you're not present in the shower. You're not like, oh, I love, I feel the shampoo in my hair. No, you're thinking about what I'm going to do next. What does so-and-so do? What do I need to, what am I gonna make for lunch? How am I gonna get to work? What is my boss gonna say? I'm already pissed about like the meeting that I have that I'm not prepared for, whatever it is. But you're not present in the moment of showering. Mm-hmm. So I think that's, that's a really good exercise to do because it takes only a few minutes that you're in the shower. And then when you realize that your mind is like going off somewhere else, you can bring it back and be like, oops, just be present because in the present moment, there is no problems. There's nothing wrong in the present moment ever, mm-hmm. right? I love that. Yeah, yeah. That's so great. that's number one. Yeah, huh? I'm sorry. I just say that's a it's a great realization, a great way of looking at it and thinking about it, and helping you to sit in the present because we get wound up when all we're doing is thinking about the to do because this is me for sure is I get wound up going holy smokes my to-do list and these are the things that I got to add to it and I haven't crossed anything off yet you know <laughs> yeah and I'm, and also I think it's that over 94 percent of the things we worry about never happen <laughs> you know that that is it's like okay I'm really worried about nothing yeah yeah no it's it's amazing it is amazing how the wheels just go round and round and round with the junk the what-ifs the how-coulds kind of stuff yeah 
And the ones that you're like, oh, no, she didn't call me back or she didn't text me because I'm sure she doesn't like me because I said something, yes. right? And then, yes. And then, like, none of that was true at any point ever. <laughs> oh, I've done that a time you know? or two. <laughs> no, never. <laughs> so I think that is one of the, 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 really really easy tips and the other yeah. one is like exactly how you started make a gratitude list yeah. 10 things you're grateful for in the morning yeah. yeah yeah i love that i you know and i would say if possible this might be too much but i think morning and evening because it can change a little bit um i am yes. i'm always working toward trying to do that i don't do it well um i i, I pray right and i say my gratitude as i'm praying one of my favorite things, and I'm not the only one who says this, but it came from a friend of mine, is um, praying is you talking to God and meditating is allowing God to talk to you. So taking that time to, so yes, say your prayers for me, saying prayers, being in gratitude, being grateful for you know all of the amazing things and the amazing people who I'm surrounded by. But then also the time just to be still, you know, that time to, you know, for me, and if you know me at all, you, I, you've heard me say this a million times, but for anybody who's new, I think it's, I think it's such a great thing, but it's, um, I'll go, when it's warm, I'll go and sit out in the sun or lay out in the sun and it's, it's like God's hugs, right? And I, it helps me to be quiet and helps me to be still and it helps me to allow for him, if he so chooses, <laughs> to talk to me. And sometimes things come to me and sometimes they come to me at totally random times. But um, it is this amazing time of feeling the sun and just being being in gratitude for that feeling and yeah. allowing allowing for a conversation to happen if it needs to happen, you know? I think also I love that. I mean, I call it universe, life, whatever, mm -hmm. right? It's all the same. And I think something that is really, I really like what you said was about allowing that to happen because life is always answering our questions constantly. Whatever, if we ask stupid questions, this, the answers are gonna be at the same level. <laughs> when we ask, right? When we ask deep questions and the important questions, the answers will come. They can come in a form of a radio show, a podcast, a book, uh, something you see on social media that actually resonates with you. It can come in a form of a very toxic person to your life. It can come in many forms, but the answer will come to you, mm -hmm. always. So I think, I love that what you said about like laying in the sun and can you tell? Uh, <laughs> like really yeah, 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 yeah. And enjoy, you know, and enjoying that, that warmth and that, mm -hmm. that part of nature that you think how is this possible how is this how is like my composition of my atoms the same as the sand the same as the ocean the same as the stars so we are all one yeah. energetic being you know yeah it is it is it's truly magical and miraculous it's so so good um i think uh, time always goes by so quickly you think an hour <laughs> And anyway, I mean, we still have 15 minutes, but it still just flies by. Okay. Um, I would love to, to just get a feeling for, for what it is that you do. I mean, we've been talking about what you do, but how you work with clients. You do speaking. You have programs. 
Um, you know, there are couple, you know, some different things. So help people understand if they wanted to reach out to you, if um, if they you know want to, somebody else to reach out to you, whatever it is. Because even you know, it could be somebody says, "I need you to come and speak for me," or speak for my company or whatever it is. So just want to be able to hit on that a little bit. Okay. Thank you for that. Yeah. So I work with private clients and I also work, I speak at corporations. The, the, my, my main um, is workshop right now is called Activate Your Potential. And I call it a workshop because it's an interactive talk where we do exercises to realize how to use adversity as an opportunity for growth. So that could be, for example, if you are uh, in a real estate company and your adversity or your challenges are you deal with anxiety when you don't come up with the commissions that you said you would and you know and your partner at the at the company is not happy with you or it could be you, you think you see adversity as something that you're stuck in a job that you don't enjoy or there's a lot of quiet quitting at the moment I don't know you know as we all know mm -hmm. And that is because people are not happy with their jobs. And if we don't have, if we don't support our employees, then they won't be able to perform at, at their best level, right? So I do these workshops at uh, corporations and nonprofits where we do different exercises in writing to become aware of the limitations that they're having. So it's all about taking responsibility for the place where you are in your life because you made certain decisions that brought you to where you are, and at the same time, making those changes. So say, what actually are the what are the, the changes that I want to see in my life right now? It could be at work or it could be in your personal life, but everything is in the setting of uh, of the the company. Okay. And then I work with with clients privately where we do one on one sessions, and depending on mostly are people who do have something in their life they're not happy with, but they are mostly high achievers, mostly type A personalities where they really do, they do really well at work, but other areas in their lives, usually their relationships are not up to what they think they should be. And all that begins with the relationship that you have with yourself, mm -hmm. because that is, you know, it's gonna mirror, it's gonna reflect on every, in all your relationships in your life, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, I love that because it, it, it is interesting when, you know, I think we have this, this view of people who we see who are super successful in business and we just have the assumption that, oh, they have it all. And, you know, you know yes. I think everybody, no matter what, has, we're still human. We have things to work on. Um, and, yes. and my favorite thing about that, I think I said this already, but I can't help it because it's still true is the things that we have to work on, the things that are difficult, and the things that you're helping people with, you know, the adversity, the, the struggles, what, what is it? Because once you get on the other side of the river, you know, you're like, holy smokes, this is really freaking hard. Um, and then you, you get to the other side and you're like, man, I'm awesome. <laughs> I did it, I got through it, and now I can help others, and I can pull somebody else that's coming through the river and help pull them through the river. Uh, so it's so good to to look back and go. All right, I'm through it now. 
Was, you know, it's not always going to be smooth sailing after that because there's still going to be more stuff that comes our way that we got to work on. But, <laughs> but I, but now that you mentioned the river, I, I use this analogy a lot of times where it's like your true self is over there, let's say 50 yards away, okay, mm -hmm. and in between what you want, right, which is your true self, but let's just say a goal or the relationship that you have or the job that you want or the body that you want is on that side of the of the creek. Mm -hmm. Now you're here and you think, if I cross that, then that means that I'm gonna get wet and I don't want to, and then when, when I get to the other side, how I'm gonna deal with all these issues, you know, of like my clothes are gonna be wet, my hair is gonna be a mess, all these things. But what happens is once you cross that creek or that river, as either way, what happens is you fall, right? And then you say, okay, now I need to adjust how I stand on these mm -hmm. little pebbles so I, I don't fall again. And then you find a stick where you're like, okay, now I can actually use the stick to help me cross this river. Yeah. Oh, and then I'm going to adjust so the current doesn't, doesn't take me away. And when you get to the other side, all those tools that you learn are going to be what makes, you, makes the difference and what you're going to use in your actual new life. So all those things that happen when you cross that river are for a reason. So all these things that we are going through are to get to that point and we're learning on the way. Do you agree? Yes, and I love that. It's so visual. It's also very visual because it's what I'm gonna be doing in a couple of weeks. <laughs> you are? <laughs> so I, we have, we have an, it, it's totally off topic, but it is what happens every time is you know we have a family vacation so living in colorado we go to the mountains there's rivers they you know everybody fly fishes and does the thing right but you know especially this year we've had a lot of rain there's going to be a lot of water but the rivers are always pretty high you know we can get into some deep spots and i'm going to tell you that sometimes crossing those rivers because we got to let the dogs cross and they're not just pebbles they're like big freaking rocks that are in the river and you can twist ankles and you're like and you got big boots on, you know, it's the whole thing, right? And so mm -hmm. you have to stand a certain way because if you stand the wrong way, it's just going to take you down, right? And you have to be aware yep. of, of where you're standing. Even if you can't see the river, you have to stand. You have to walk and step very carefully and very slowly. Anyway, so it's all of the things. And my husband, before I crossed the rivers, I was like, here's a walking stick. Take your walking stick. And sometimes like, nah, it'll be fine. And I'm like, I wish I had that walking stick. <laughs> There's no, yes, exactly. no stubbornness here, really. Um, anyway, it's so true and so beautiful, and I see it because I do it all the time. <laughs> see, you do it in real life. In real life. But, <laughs> but, and, and, but and there's that, always the, 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 like the business part or the, the, the other parts as well, so the more not so real, not so physical. Um, but so, yes, it's just I, I see it in all the ways, but it's, yeah, so perfectly stated. Yeah, so I think it's worth crossing the river no matter what, because at the same time, this is where we came to this life too, right? Not to sit in the same spot all the time, because that's, what's the point of that? Yeah. Then you're like stuck, and then you're not moving. Mm -hmm. And fear and all these emotions are all normal, and I think that's also something that people don't realize, that we all feel this way. We all yeah. felt at some point a way, in a way where we're stuck or there was no way out, we thought 
how in the hell I'm going to get through this month or even this day. Mm -hmm. You know, you think yeah. I'm drowning. You f when you feel like this, like anguish that you're literally drowning in this um, mm -hmm. sea of mud and, and anguish, yeah. you know, and you're stuck in a relationship that you don't mm -hmm. like, in a job that you don't like, and you, s you always say you want to play a violin and you never learn how to play a violin. Whatever it is that you want, that people want to do, this, you can always change it. You can always make those changes and make yeah. those improvements and cross that river. You know? Yeah. And one of the things that I'm thinking about as you're saying that, and I'm, I'm going to kind of go back to my, my physical experience of walking across the river, mm -hmm. is one of the reasons we do that, so my husband sort of have a pre has a preference for the way he fishes, but we also do that to get away from what might be, you know, we might be close to a road, we might be close to other dogs, and so we always cross the river where there's nothing. And so we have, the, there's this amount of joy when you get to the other side of the river where it's completely open, we've got three dogs that can come through and they jump out and they're joyful and they run and they chase and they, they play and they eat little critters and all of the things that they do, but it's this, it's this pure, beautiful joy. And my joy is being in the sun, watching the dogs run for miles and having an amazing time. And so I, it's like, I feel like when we do get stuck, if we can if we can bring the experience of joy that we have or have had, and try to get back into that, um, that that also maybe can be a motivator, or if, if anything, it just helps to to lift you a bit, right? It increases your frequency, it helps to helps the vibration, and maybe helps when you're so stuck and so frustrated feeling that so you have the ability to take that next step to absolutely, to absolutely. the river. Yes. Yeah. I mean, what I love about that is actually, I, I usually end my talks with a very short meditation, which is like four minutes. It's very short. So what happens in that, in that moment is we all, uh, the participants close their eyes and then make it to a place after we did all the exercises and, you know, and we, we design the next step of their life and what they want to achieve and their goals and whatever else. And those goals could be, like I said, in being a healthy relationship or being in a body that they feel comfortable with or whatever it is. So it's usually sales teams. So they're looking at how much mm -hmm. money they made yeah. and what vacation they're going to be able to take or what school they're going to be able to put their kids in or if they're going to be able to support their parents as they get older, whatever that is. So everyone closes their eyes and we get into a place of thinking, of feeling the future self. Mm -hmm. So feel how you would feel when that happens. Mm -hmm. And then you can, and then once you realize that you can actually feel those emotions without going anywhere, right? The same way we can get upset just by thinking about something, we can also feel those really high vibrating emotions that we're grateful for because they already happen, so that we're already embodying those emotions, and then you can take that with you, yeah. always, no mm -hmm. matter where you go, mm -hmm. and always call in those emotions, because it's just all here, you know? Yeah. So in the same way, you can actually call those feelings of seeing your dogs running and yeah. feeling the sun on your skin, you know? Mm -hmm. Which is amazing, because mm -hmm. it's all in our, in our head. Yeah. Well, actually our mind, but. 
<laughs> right. And all the good things. So yeah, no, I I I, I so agree. Um, yeah, I think that that's. I, I I did a meditation with someone recently, and that was they were like, you know, what bring in your happy place. You know, what where is it that you are? And that's what always comes to me is my husband and me, the three girls, and it's just in the sun and they're running and we're laughing and it's amazing it's just beautiful <laughs> so it's yeah that's pretty easy yeah yeah right? it is it is it's so it's just that pure really pure joy right yes so yes really good really good um is there anything that you want to hit on that maybe we have not covered um in the last couple of minutes i think just adding to what you just said that is actually our moments of joy our happiness is just in the mundane mm -hmm. our happiness is never oh i'm going on fifth avenue and buying whatever i don't yeah. even know it's yeah. all about <laughs> you know i'm not into material stuff but you know it's, it's when you when you talk to people who are actually super fulfilled and older people who are in their deathbed they never say oh i wish i had more, more shoes mm -hmm. i wish i had bought that BMW, whatever, yeah. you know, it's yeah. not, it's never that way. It's yeah. always those, my, my most beautiful moments are thinking about like when we're like, it's one time we sit down and watch a movie, Christmas movie with my kids on the couch. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. So there's good. nothing, there's nothing special, so you good. know, yeah. or, you know, that's, and we, and I think a lot of people think, oh, when I get to that to make that money, when I lose the 20 pounds, when I blah, 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 then I'll be happy. Happiness is in like the, 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 the routine, yeah. the being able to make lunch for your kids, that sort of thing, or run with your dog. Yeah, I love that, so good. Thank you for that. Um, tell people where they can find you. I'm on Instagram mostly, and it's I am real 73 and that's mostly in Spanish. And I'm also on, oh, I'm on thread now. I'm oh, thread. no, not yet. <laughs> okay, and I'm, there I'm actually talking all about these topics, about like okay. the law of attraction, how we can live the life that we want and manifest all these beautiful things that we desire, that we are already within us. Well, and so with that being said, on your website, because I went to it this morning and downloaded both of them, you have a couple of little uh, giveaways. One is about manifesting. Yes. Yeah, and one, what's the, what's the other one about? I. Oh, yes. Oh, thank you for that. Yes, my website is realcoaching.cc. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I forgot. Okay. Uh, uh, on my website, yes, you have the manifesting guide, and mm -hmm. also I have the three steps to clarity, which yes. are free guides. Yeah. And the three steps to clarity, did you do it? I, I downloaded them, yes. But okay. I did. I haven't gotten so, a chance. I looked at them. I couldn't study them, so they're sitting on my computer. So I'm like, okay, when okay. I get back, I'm going through them both. <laughs> so the three steps to clarity, they're both free guides that you download. And what's nice about that one is once you do that exercise, it will give you clarity on what aspect of your life you want to make transformations first. Like where to start. Because I think most people are like, I'm so overwhelmed, I'm just gonna watch Netflix because I don't know where to start. Yeah. I want to yeah. lose 30 pounds, learn to play the piano, run a marathon, change my job, leave my husband, you know, whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. So they're like, ah, forget it, I'm not doing anything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that guide gives you clarity on what aspects of your life 
you actually have a lot going for you and going back to the gratitude, you know, and what other ones they're like, okay, this is where you might want help. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that. And I saw them both. I was like, all right, I'm getting these, but I also think that there are things that can be beneficial for, um, you know, anybody, um, anybody to, to jump in and just have the quickie, you know, have it, you know, print it out, have it taped to your desk. I don't know, whatever it is, but something to, to go back to. Um, because sometimes, sometimes we make things more difficult and having a few simpler steps again can help, help make those baby steps and make them doable. Right. So yes, I love that. Awesome. Well, we are at the end of our time. So, um, thank you all for joining and for hanging out with us. Thank you, Maka, for hanging out. This was such a really good conversation. I've been looking forward to this for however many months it's been it's been a long time but i uh, super grateful of course you can find me at tastelifenutrition.com you can find me all of the social media is taste life nutrition uh, you can go to the website fill out a free assessment where of course i'll reach out to you and we'll chat about it and see if i can be of service or if i know someone who can be of service and uh, soulful conception, soulful conception, purposeful living for a healthy body, healthy pregnancy, and healthy baby, and of course, the health of generations to come. So uh, this is for the women and their spouse who are looking to grow their family, uh, whether it's starting or whether it's growing, but are are ready to plan. Preconception planning is really key to decreasing the negative outcomes that can happen during any phase of this time, right? And so uh, the studies show that uh, that making five lifestyle changes can decrease negative outcomes by 80%. Pretty significant. I mean, it's a, yeah, it's a big deal. And you know, these aren't usually really hard things to do. And so my, my, my big goal out of this is to help to create awareness for those who may not be aware of the amount of power that we have to create our own healthy bodies, but then create the new little healthy bodies. And that only does, it, it only starts to create the health for generations. And just like I was saying a little while ago, as we we're talking about epigenetics is our health today can impact seven generations to come. So think about that because people are like, wait, what? Is that really possible? And yes, it absolutely is. It is, uh, that is what the data shows today is we can positively or negatively impact hundreds of years. I mean, it's fascinating, it's beautiful, puts a lot of accountability on us, but that accountability is power. And that's what I love about it, is I have the power, we all have the power as individuals to, to create our little world of health, but also that extends and expands for in, in many big, huge ways. So um, I will get off my soapbox, but if you have questions about it, if you know anybody who is looking to get pregnant, uh, expand their families, uh, couples, you know, if you ha- have questions, whatever it is, that's what I'm here for. I'm here to be of service. I want to chat about it. Uh, I want you to get involved. Um, or if you have someone, I'm also, I'm going to throw this out there, about to do uh, a little referral gift giveaway. And we've got some really pretty cool big gifts that we're giving away. So. Uh, be on the lookout for that because we'll be talking about it on the show and I believe that's where I plan to announce who the winner is is here on the show Uh, so um, yeah it's going to be good fun and we're going to give some really cool stuff away so uh, I appreciate you look out for more information on that 
Again, Maka, thank you so much for joining. Uh, I hope we can do it again because I think this is a really great conversation that a lot of people need to hear. And I hope that you have some people reach out to you because you are much needed. Thank you so much. It was great. It was lovely. And we're like on the same yeah. same frequency. Yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, love. We'll see you soon. Thank you.